tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, guys! <laughs> It's Grim Time! Again, it's AfterBuzz TV! Thank you so much for tuning in! Guys, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Thank you for joining us. Oh, we're here. If you can hear me, we're here talking about the Grim Identity. Because it's season five! Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this episode, but we can't get started until the quote. It's not light that we need, but... Fire. Wow, that's nice. beautiful. Yeah. I've been waiting all summer to do that. Oh, as I said, guys, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. You can tweet me throughout the week, throughout the show, at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And I want to thank my fantastic panel for coming back this year, those of them that made it through the scuffles of the summer. Yell Teagle is here. Hi, everybody. Uh, you can tweet at me uh, during the show and throughout the week at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. I'm also in the chat and on Twitter taking care of you guys. The so, live chat. If you guys I, have never ter- joined us live every yeah. Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Sunday. Tari Miller's back. Yeah. Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter now and forever uh, at Tari J. It's T A U R I J A Y. Yay. All right, guys, let's get into it. First impressions, what do you think? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> we all know what I think. <laughs> I don't need to say it. Everyone knows. Yeah, I, okay, <laughs> yes, Meisner is back. Yes, he is, yes, he is. <laughs> Yell, try to take, take a deep breath. Oh, In God. through the nose, out through the I mouth, can't. you know. All right. Okay. Okay. But out, outside. We'll, we will, trust me, trust me, guys, we will talk about Meisner. <laughs> Yes. Out, other than that, overall, what do you think of the premiere? Um, I absolutely loved it. Um, I love that we started with uh, Nick and we ended with Nick. I love that we had this story that didn't take us to whatever you know story of the week. It was there's something really important happening right now, and we need to deal with that right now. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That's where we. That's where we started. It's fantastic. I serialized this show is at its best, at its finest, when it is just sticking to serialized storytelling. And mm-hmm. that's what this episode was a hundred percent. Yeah. Sorry, what I you agree. Think? No, I agree, uh, wholeheartedly. It was a very personal episode. And I feel like it wasn't until this episode that I realized just how much the gang has gone through from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it feels now super nonstop, especially since every episode or every season seems to pick up right where the last one left off. Usually you'll get a little bit of time in between seasons. You're like, all right, let's catch up with the gang. But now, essentially, everything is picking up right there. Nothing is, uh, there's no time to rest. Everyone is kind of building upon this uh, very stressful situation. Yeah, absolutely. And before we get into the nitty-gritty of all of the episode, uh, because we're going to talk about this 
I, I for lack of a better word, I'll just call them the Resistance 2.0 um, and the Claw. Mm-hmm. And we'll get out like Adeline. So much to talk about. Yep. But I want to uh, I want to welcome a guest over the phone uh, from last season. Dylan Chance is on the line. Hey, Dylan. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey, Dylan. I miss you so much. <laughs> I miss you too. We miss Dylan. Dylan, unfortunately, won't be able to join us for the bulk of the season for the foreseeable oh. future. You're in Denver now, I believe. I know. Living I'm hunting, a, I'm hunting vestment out here in Denver. These yes. Mountain we need crazy. A, yeah. <laughs> we needed an agent in the Colorado area <laughs> to, to keep an eye out for, I guess, Yetis? Yeti Vessin? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeti Vessin. Uh, <laughs> Super prevalent. Uh, yeah, oh, well, there's a whole, there's a whole rash of it these days. Um, okay. Dylan, I, I wanted to make sure we got, so for all the fans that are going to miss you, what did you think of the premiere? Oh, man, I'm just so happy it's back. And I'm so happy that Nick is like gone full crazy grim mode. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> full crazy grim, Nick. Uh, but I am sad that within the first five minutes, trouble disappearing again. I was like, "Come on, really?" <laughs> I'm watching. Why do you keep taking trouble away from me? <laughs> uh, just to just to hear your pain. That's what the writers want. Oh, yeah. to hear Seriously. your pain. I'm watching. You know I, I still have hope that oh. there's going to be a spinoff. Yeah. Hashtag trouble in paradise. <laughs> trouble in paradise. We had to get at least one in. I'm watching Tari's mouth throughout this whole thing to make sure he's not like miming because the conspiracy continues because now Tar is yeah. here for the whole season we lost Dylan so we have no idea who's a robot and who's real <laughs> you'd never know we never talk at the same time never <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well Dylan I wanted to make sure that we got a chance to talk to you uh, we're going to get deep into the show but do you have okay. anything else you want to say to the to the listeners I think you'll probably be in the chat uh, throughout the season at random. Yeah, when I can, I'll join the chat. I do have to work pretty early on Monday, so I have to go to bed pretty early. But it's, as many times as I can, I'll join the chat because I always want to hear what you guys have to say. I like watching what the viewers have to say. I miss all of you guys. I miss the viewers. And hopefully, 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 I will be back someday. What we need is a teleportation vessel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That can just magic I know. That, that would be great. Then I could just pop in and out. Sorry, I'm going to miss your uh, Dragon Ball jokes, and I'm sorry that Zach and Yell will not laugh at them. Hey, it's okay. I will laugh at about 50% of them. <laughs> I will misunderstand all of them. <laughs> I'll look right in the camera just for you, Dylan. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. Uh, before we lose him, Dylan, did you see him? Did you? I saw I heard you yell from Colorado. I was like, oh, there's you yelling. I, I hear it. It was beautiful. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, I'm, uh, I'm so happy it's back for you, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Me too. Uh, all right, Dylan, thanks so much for calling in, and we hope right. to see you soon. Thanks, guys. Come good soon. luck. Have, We're a, fun, for have you. a fun season. <laughs> have a good one, see Dylan. Heart check. Bye. Uh, all right, guys. Now it's time to just get into it. L- I want to start <clears> off <throat> with the, the big storyline like, that's clearly going to be the overarching plot mm-hmm. line for the season, and that is whatever Chavez's people call himself. I, I, we talked about this a little bit before the show yeah. because <clears throat> we don't get in this ep- within this episode. We didn't get a name. Yes. So in the chat roll, I was paying attention, guys. I really was. So in the chat roll, we have um, 
Somebody pointed out that there's the loafer group, which is spelt loafer, but according to Grimwicky is pronounced loafer, which I believe is actually the resistance is what they're called. And then there's the claw group, which is the like the four swipe claw. Right. Those are two separate groups. Um, and then there's Chavez slash Meisner's group, which we don't know who they are, or what they're called. So okay. now we have three groups. The resistance, I believe, is not involved. Um, and it was, as we recall, Meisner was, um, he's just a gun for hire. Yeah, He'll go wherever agent. you pay him. So the idea that he was with the resistance and now he's with this and that they're not necessarily the same makes complete sense. Because he, you know, just pay him and he'll change teams. Is he a, is is he a mercenary? I believe that was what was. I mean, I know that's what was said in the past. I don't know if it's still the same. See, I don't even know what to believe about Meisner anymore because his whole accent changed in this episode. <laughs> yes, which I had to. I was like, I thought he had an accent. What's happening? Oh, he here? very much does. Uh, well, first off, yell. What do you think of the new accent? Um, I don't like it. I want his accent. <laughs> but him on the phone. Uh, we're talking about the phone call, right? Yes. Uh, I well, he also, I believe, when he spoke to Chavez briefly, didn't he not have an accent there? I didn't notice. I think I was too pretty. He was too pretty to look I at. Thought he talked. I was there. not listening. He. I think. I, I believe he, he's, I believe he did. He had the accent. I think when he was just on the phone, he didn't. Which I took to believe that he doesn't know who he's on the phone with. And so he's using a fake voice. Right. It's like a Batman thing. Um, also, Mr. Goku points out that Mr. Teagle got a haircut this season. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Teagle. Um, guys, his name is Meisner. If anything, I'm Mrs. Meisner. <laughs> hey, we're, we live in a progressive society. No, I'm yeah. just letting... I know. Meisner works with Yell. Yell Meisner. I've thought about it. <laughs> I'm sure that you have. I haven't, guys. <laughs> Moving on. Um, well... Outside of Meisner, um, <laughs> right. who is do it, but I guess well, it does have a it does have a big role to play. Yeah, not he's clearly going to be involved in whatever we're doing with this group. But yep. his involvement, if he is a mercenary, it implies a willingness to hire outside help. I don't think he's a mercenary in this case, even if mm-hmm. he was before. If he if he was a merc for the resistance, right. I don't think he is here. This group. If they are truly separate from the resistance, right. is clearly put together. They like this at by the end of the episode. It's war. They're saying like war is coming. Yeah, right. Um, so if they're they're not, if this isn't like a resistance to the like to the royals, where it's like the powerful right. king that we have to take down. This is like terrible things are coming, and we have to stop them. This is where like merc, mercs throw off their. They're like, I, I fight for myself thing and start yeah. to fight just because they need to, because the world needs them. Right. Well, I mean, they keep referring to it as a secret government organization. Only because... Because Chavez works Because Chavez is involved, but and I, we assumed up until this point that she was near the top level. I think it's clear from this episode she is not. But right. I think the reason they called it a secret government whatever is because that's what Trouble told Nick and Nick told everyone else. Yes, exactly. Which is what Chavez told Trouble. Right. Well, I mean, uh, I could also see this still being the same resistance in that, like, Meisner killed the king at the end of the season. Uh, So, essentially, the royals have to strike back at some point, and this could be that. Hmm. 
I mean, the king was the king, okay. but there are other family members, as we know. There, it's a it's a whole family, uh, and though many of them have died since uh, the beginning of the show, like I mean, you 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 kill the king, and it's not chess. Like the the knights still exist. The knights still fight for the kingdom. That's true. I think the royals are not. I, to me, it seems like the royals are not going to play a part in this. Uh, this doesn't feel like them. Um, the royals, I think, are going to be too tied up in power grabs mm-hmm. at this point. Um, they're reeling. Plus, we've gotten the royals for like a bunch of seasons now. I think that we're, I think we're moving on to something else. Okay, um, that is partially uh, colored by uh, some stuff that I heard at Comic Con. Yes, uh, <laughs> as in entirely colored by that because that's what's happening. Yeah. Right. Um, I uh, also colored by things I heard at Comic Con. <laughs> um, believe that this is an, an entirely new organization. Yeah. Um, well, new in that it's new to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Not new like it just got built. New like we yeah. have not met them. Um, and I believe that uh, Chavez thought she was higher up, maybe in the group. Um, because they were looking for a group. From what we know, let's let's go with what we know about yeah, this group. Right. From what we know, they were looking for a Grim because they're hel- they're hunting Vesson, right? They're hunting bad Vesson. That's the thing. The Royals, it, they are they do play similarly to the Royals in that they don't mind working with Grims, working with Vesson, working with whoever they they need to help their cause. Mm-hmm. I think they targeted Nick, not just because he's a Grim. But because he's a Grim that works is willing to work with Vesson, I think that that is the deciding factor for them. Because there was this, there was a moment when they have Chavez mm-hmm. in, like when they capture Chavez, the Scooby Gang is yeah. like full on kidnapping at this point, right? Um, kidnapping a federal agent. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's make that clear. They have detained a federal agent. Uh-huh. I don't see the uh, problem. <laughs> <laughs> um. And there's the there's a moment where she knows where after um, Monroe and Rosalie Voga mm-hmm. um, or Vogue, she sees that they all know that he's a Grim. They're all okay with it, and it was at that point that she turned her attitude right. to I'm going to work with these people. I'm going to get Nick in touch with them. It wasn't just, to me at least, it wasn't just that he was a Grim. Mm-hmm. It was also that he was a Grim who was very perfectly willing to work with and be friends with a Blutbot, a Fuchsbau, and regular humans, and that was his team. So, okay. I, if we back up, up until Nick reveals to her that he's a Grim, the whole story we have is she was after trouble. Right? Yes. Chavez was after Trouble because Trouble's a Grim. They wanted to recruit a Grim. Yes. Right. Um, and the reason they attacked him and took uh, Juliet and the head, I'm going to assume, is because they came in and took Trouble. In their minds, this is a human. And in his house now, we have a Grim who shot a Hexen Beast, and there's a beheaded Grim. So okay. they cleared the scene because they were like, this is a human. Oh, and they left mm. Nick. That's why they because they're and like left he's not involved in any of this, right? What does he know? He's this stupid human. Ah, oh. interesting. Yeah, nice. Thanks. Because uh. I I've, I've been spending this whole weekend being like, why would they just leave him drugged and clean up? 
That's a great point. That's the only thing that makes sense. I think that's a yeah. great point. Uh, I think you're I think you're spot on. I hadn't thought of it, but you, I think you're spot on. See, guys, I do make points that are not about Meisner. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to 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 build on that, I yeah. still think that there was definitely a shift in her oh, momentum when she saw that they were all friends. I think maybe that was when she realized like this guy's not crazy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. with he's not crazy. He is desperate for answers. And is only attacking because he feels like he was attacked. Because right. we took his dead hex and beast girlfriend and beheaded mother. Yeah. You and d- best friend Grim. People tend to be upset <laughs> when that happens to them. What? Though they did clean up all the glass, guys. Yeah, that was That was amazing. really nice of them. <laughs> I think they even replaced it, too. Yeah. I, Jeez. Th- their cleanup crew, that's what he needs. <laughs> right? Because he just goes like, uh, he blew up. Whatever, we'll just leave it. (laughs) Leave the body. Yeah, I mean, how many times has that house been rebuilt at this point? Seriously. You probably could have, the amount of money they've spent rebuilding, he probably could have just built a new house at this point. Uh, maybe should have just started from the beginning and built up some reinforced walls. Yeah. <laughs> some steel paneling. and Pretty sweet. Yeah. Like panic room. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Nick chair. needs a panic room so badly. <laughs> Although the minute he gets a panic room is the minute he comes up against a gaseous vessel that can just leak in through, oh, uh, like, a right. perfectly sealed door. Or just walk through walls. Like, he'll just discover that that's a thing. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> um, so... We know that they took the body right. and the head. Um, why take trouble seemingly by force, or did they? Was it a was it a ruse? I think it was by force. Yeah, I mean, she was def- She, I mean, she was on the run from them. They've been chasing her all of last season. So, I mean, they, I, I assume that they're like, well, the only way that she's going to work with us is if we take her and eventually break her down. And show her the way. Amber in the uh, chat roll says his insurance rates are probably high. <laughs> um, I also want to point out that Amber, by the way, is brand new to the chat roll, guys. Oh. Welcome, Amber. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Amber. Yeah. Um, so as we get deeper into this episode, there's like there's more specifics about the resistance. Like They've taken trouble. It's possible, I guess, that about the resistance or about this group. This group. I'm. I. I don't know what to call them. The, I've, I. I won't use the word. I won't be calling them louder until I hear it on <laughs> the show or loafer. Whatever. I don't, but I don't think they are loafer. I think loafer is the what the resistance are supposed to be called. But we just refer to them as the resistance. Oh. I think so this group okay. has no name yet, and therefore we should call it. Secret government organization. I mean, it could e- it could easily be Thank just you. be the resistance <laughs> as we've known it. Meisner's involvement seems to hint at that, just because that we know that that's who he's working with in the past. And it would, while they could easily have moved him over, it does seem like that was because let's be fair. We are the ones who talk about Meisner more than any other group of Grimm fans anywhere. We. Well, we? Yeah. me but, and Zach specifically. Just, just clarifying. Yeah, you but we, did, we, you two are crazy. We, we talk are. about it too because yeah. you because we have to bring it up for you, yell. That's not but my, just why he is totally relevant. <laughs> he is. He is. I'm convinced that you're part of that. I also believe that I gave him a job. You <laughs> um, um, but here's what I want to say. Um, I wholeheartedly believe that since 
we last saw him, right, with the resistance, he became charged with protecting Diana, which is why we saw him kill the king um, and protect her. And then he got her somewhere safe, let's just say, or whatever, and now he's with this other group for whatever other reason. That's my belief. Um, also, somebody, uh, I have it in the notes. Do, 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 do. Uh, Stephen Scott Bonnick pointed out that if Meisner is here, so is Diana, which begs the question of what's in the cage. Yes. <laughs> um, big question. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's Diana. Um, well, like, let's run through our, our base, our options. basic options. Trouble. Yeah. Could be in the cage. Which is mm-hmm. really, I think, the most likely. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we, either way, there's trouble in the cage. It's just a question <laughs> if it's trouble, trouble. <laughs> if it's Teresa Rubel. Yeah. Yes. Um, I thought it was Juliet, if I'm being honest. Mm, somebody uh, did point that out. It, yeah. It is. This show did. <laughs> we sort of talked about it, so I'm not going to cover it as a separate topic. But, yeah. like, the question of is Juliet dead? The episode almost presents it as if it all could have been fake mm-hmm. for, like, the first, like, 40 minutes. Right. Where, like, was it all a dream? Mm-hmm. Because the funeral scene, uh, this I found really interesting, having been to Comic-Con, yeah. they showed the funeral scene in full color right. mm-hmm. at Comic-Con, at the panel. So we were all like, oh, we're going to open up on, like the, with this big funeral yeah. for Juliet. And then that's all fake. Or like, it's a, it's <laughs> it's a, a dream. dream sequence, yeah. which was super creepy with the floating head in a box. And then... <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to take us aside for a second, just because <laughs> I, I'm sorry that I got us off track. We're going to go back to what's in the what's in the cage in a second. Okay, good. Because what I have do a lot you, of things what do you guys think about about the two heads? The two it was like one floating head, and then it was two floating heads. Um, all the other stuff was like good creepy imagery to right. make to build this like crazy sequence. Yeah, why double the the heads? <laughs> I, I I'm not sure that I even have an answer for myself, but it was there was there's a choice like you could eat like the head floating yeah. within yeah. the box is creepy enough. Doubling it is is it an implication because now um, there's a new Kelly on the block, <laughs> the baby. Oh uh, right. Um, <laughs> I I mean if I were to put meaning to it, I would think that it was more like. The other head kind of also represents his aunt, who was also killed. Um, oh, in that, Marie. Like, yeah. So it's it's this uh, piling up of bodies because because there was also two coffins, mm-hmm. um, which you could say is you know one is Juliet's, one is his mother's, mm-hmm. but then at the same time you could also say it represents this other head. So I mean, he's it's the whole sequence about was about all that he's lost. Yeah. And so I mean. Maybe they couldn't get Marie's head. Maybe they couldn't, you know, get a bust of it. But, like, those are the two main people in his life that basically... One birthed him and the other one raised him. uh, And they're both dead now because of being a Grim. Yeah. I think that's a great analysis. Um, That, that that, like, sequence just led into, like, the first half hour or, like, 20 minutes to half hour of the episode was so frenetic, so frantically paced. Mm -hmm. That, like, they gave us Nick's panic. Like they moved everything so fast, which by, and like eating to the point where like no one was delivering the news that Juliet was dead with any tact. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally every person, like Nick, I get, I kind of get, is in a panic. He's yeah. like, Juliet's dead. I gotta do this. Everyone's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Juliet's dead. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. 
You don't just yell that at me. Yeah, um, Rosalie's response to Juliet's death, where she pointed out that um, they all had a part in it, and and the guilt that she's feeling, I appreciated that because half of last season, all of the fans turned on Juliet. Mm -hmm. Everyone was ready for her to die, and that's amazing, right? Like this show spent three and a half seasons making us love her. And in half a season, we all wanted her dead. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. And the fact that, you know, Rosalie pointed out, like, we used to love her. The old Juliet was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The old Juliet was, like, a strong character, very interesting to watch, had a unique perspective on this world that she had been brought into, Mm -hmm. that she had been accidentally brought into. Like, everyone else is in it just by their by their birthright, basically. Hank is in it. Even Hank and Wu are in it just by the nature of being police. Right. Right. They this is crime that's out in the world. They're here to stop it. That's what they signed up for by being cops. Mm-hmm. Juliet just like found her way in here cuz she liked this guy and thought he was pretty. <laughs> Silly Sad. of her. Yeah. Um I somebody about just back to Rosalie real quick. Uh Steven Scott Bonnick again said in the chat that he heard Bree um who plays Rosalie. Rosalie, say that Rosalie might slip back into her drug habits based on this guilt and what happened. Hmm. And I'll say this. Um, she does own a, v- a lot of drugs. She does own a lot of drugs. <laughs> um, I, want, I want proof, Stephen. I want, to, I want to see where you saw this. Because I do not recall anything about it. And uh, I haven't seen that interview. Yeah. Um, but, but I'd like to. It. I mean, just as a theory, it, it stands oh, yeah. to reason. Oh, yeah. 100%. Actually, wait. She totally said that at Comic-Con. Did she? Um, she hinted at it. It was not mm, direct at okay. Comic-Con. Right. Um, but she hinted that, like, she's going to see some darker... Rosalie's going to see some darker storylines this see. year. Um, um, are we going back to what's in the cage? Because the yes. chat roll blew up. Okay. Let's go back. Uh, I apologize. You want to hear what the chat has to say? Yes. Okay. Boo points out that they don't have a Lazarus pit. <laughs> Which I appreciate. Yeah, it's good. Um, no, what do you what do you call it? Frog water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa Davis uh, in the chat said, "Oh, crap. guys, stop talking. Give me a second. <laughs> um, um, well, Melissa Davis said Diana is not in the cage, and then James said Diana is in the cage. She's in a timeout. <laughs> Lydia says Zombie Juliet. Um, Mr. Goku Jr. says it didn't sound like trouble." It sounded like monster esque screaming. Yeah. Steven Wheeler said, What if it's Sheriff Ferris? I don't understand this Sheriff reference. Sheriff Ferris. Um, Sheriff? Like. The Sheriff Ferris. Um, I'd have to look at that reference. I, I do not know is. that reference. Uh, Mr. Um, Goku well, said, it's Emma Swan. Tari, what do you think is in the cage? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I legitimately think it is Juliet, mostly because, one, habeas corpus. Um, I know that they're like, hey, Juliet's dead, blah, but like, we didn't see a body. We saw her die. <laughs> I love but, that. But like, we didn't see a body. <laughs> we no, didn't. I mean, know. that's the first, I mean, it's a general, it's a rule I say for Marvel shows yeah. usually. If you don't see a body, they're not dead. Yeah. Um, in this case, Grimm, <clears throat> it's not a comic book show. So they're been, they've been good at killing characters when they're dead, but. She's such a powerful Hexen beast. Right. I don't think it's unreasonable to think that she could have survived a gunshot. And even one that, like, seemingly killed her. 
like yeah. sort of a death of Superman type thing. Right. Like she died, but her body's so strong that it healed itself, <laughs> and she's back. Uh, sorry, uh, Ferris is the police officer that got possessed by the blue ghost. Sacrifice in oh Mishapishu episode. I don't think that's what this is. That'd be a very. I mean, it's a co- cool theory. Um, yeah. so, but do you think it's something? So you guys think it's something definitely established? Yelv, you have not actually given your opinion. Yet. Um, yeah, I haven't given my opinion. I thought it was trouble because I thought that was like the. It's the obvious choice, so they're going to be like, "No, it's not," and then it is. The idea that it's, um, the idea that it's Juliet, I'm only okay with, if the ideas will see it. And then it's Juliet, and it's this zombie-esque, deformed, you know, Lazarus Pit-esque, what comes back from the dead. <laughs> Practical magic uh, reference, that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. The, what You know, what you bring back from the dead is not what you lost. Yeah. Um, and that they have to kill her, and that's it. I'd be okay with that. Like a one episode, wrap it up. Yeah. Everyone's okay with her dying because it's better for her. Yes, I could see. I would be okay with that, and I could see that yeah. happening, especially because it's been so confirmed that Juliet is dead. It's right. so the idea that like Juliet's monster Hexenby soul is still alive. Yeah, it's such a Moffat thing <laughs> to be like. Um, I said Juliet was dead. I never said the Hexenby. <laughs> I mean, that's what dead. like everyone's. That's like well, that's like the game of supposed Game of Thrones right. thing, and I won't say characters in case anyone's right. behind. I don't, have never I'm not, been on the internet. Go on. I'm just. I'm. I'm not going to be the one to spoil it. But okay. like the big, the big like <laughs> that character is dead. But that character with a different last name is alive. Right. Yeah. Um. So that's possible. Yeah. Um. I. W- I don't know. But, yeah. But Bitsy is out. Like that's something I want to. I believe. Whether we have a final goodbye to Bitsy, the actress... She's not a it. series regular anymore. Yes. Right. So, like, having her back for an episode to say goodbye or whatever. Yes. Sure. Okay. Um, and I would like to see that. That would be very... That would be cool. That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the simple answer, just real quick, could be that it was one of the Claw members essentially mm. just hanging out, and they caught one, and they're like, what were your plans right before that or right after that? It could... Yeah. It could be a very powerful Vessen. Yeah. Of whatever kind. I mean, we saw some of them this episode. I couldn't tell what they were. Mm-hmm. It was too dark. Um, I tried to look at it, and I couldn't identify them. Yeah. Um, the ones that attacked them. They looked semi-reptilian. Yeah. They looked different, didn't they all? Weren't they all? Or at least the one. A lot of them yeah. were in shadow. That's the thing. Right. It was like So we couldn't really see what they were. Right. Yeah. Um. I I feel like it's going to be someone we haven't met. That's my theory, is that it's a new Vessen or something crazy. I, I wonder if... Or I'd be very okay with Octopus Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's of right. Course. I'd be okay with Brian Octopus Head. Um, mm. I really like that, that uh, Vessen um, and that character. So I would love to see that make oh, a return. Yeah, right. I sure. Mean, also yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know you're. It. What would. Ha- what would you do if Octopus Head fought Meisner? Would we just not have you on? You would just be in here speechless. No, I'd be so excited. <laughs> I think you might blow a circuit, though. Probably. Like you might. Uh, the fuse in Yell's head might explode. She'd just be a continual squeeze. <laughs> like, Is that white noise? You just hear. What's happening? <laughs> yep. 
Just so y'all clear, that's not me. Mine would be a lot lower. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> yeah. <more. laughs> there it is. Tari knows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, there's so. I mean, I'm I'm trying to think of what it could be. I'm, I'm assuming it's something. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Um, a few like I think it was during last season they had the Graham comics coming out, mm-hmm. and there was one. There was a big storyline. The comics did not line up with the show, <laughs> right? At all. It was. Yeah. It was. That was why I think they ended up not doing very well, and like they canceled the book series because they weren't. It was as if they took these characters and sent them on a diff, uh, an adventure that had nothing to do with the show. Yeah, and mm. like characters had like arcs. They were like, like Juliet and Nick were like getting engaged and not getting engaged. I'm like, you can't do that in a comic. That's right. not how this works. I mean, that's similar to what happened in the show, though. But the, but, <laughs> but the, my point is like we're watching that on the right. show, so you can't also do it in the comics. Yeah. Right. Um, but there was a whole storyline about hybrid Vessen mm. and like destiny and like taking ancient Vessen, p- ancient pure blood Vessen as well. Um, those factors like ignore the storyline that they use, but I would love to see the idea of a pure blood Vessen because like, that would get us into something that I know I've been calling for for seasons and seasons and what seasons. What was that? Um, <laughs> Vessen Origins. Yeah. I want a Vessen origin story. Um, not just individuals. I want to know what I want to know the root of the Vessen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and I, I, I can't remember exactly what they said about the keys, but the keys are going to come into play very soon. Yes. Yeah. Um, are they coming back this season? Did they say? Um, I do not recall. Okay. But that information can be found. Yeah. I will tell you guys where <laughs> at the end of the show. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so uh, before we get a little further into this episode and have to get to predictions. We're, we're coming yeah, towards our, the end. But before, before we get to the end of this, I want to make sure that I give some great iTunes shout-outs and stay, hey. t- stay tuned in because there's also an announcement at the end of the iTunes segment. So I also shout sure out. Listen in. Um, but yeah, some shout-outs for the, for the people who left us reviews over the summer. Yeah. May have found us mid-summer or just, just felt like commenting in the in the off season. Mm-hmm. Um Craft Freak says best medicine for a geek out. Uh, <laughs> where has this been my whole grim fan life? These guys cover all kinds of theories hit on points in the show that you need feel need to uh, need discussion or ones you may have missed and make you feel like you are not the only one on this planet full of anxious energy on Friday nights eager to talk about the vest and happenings of Portland. Keep up the good work. I'll be waiting for next season. Thank you so much for watching. Thank uh, you. Because, as we've said before, this is a show where all of us had watched this show, had no one to talk about it with, mm-hmm. and then we're so happy once this panel got founded. Yeah. <laughs> when it was just me and Yell back in the day when we started this. Oh, that was so weird back in the day. Yeah. We're like we're just we're just big grim neat, grim neat nerds. We just, yeah. we just need to talk about it. I mean, literally, <laughs> Yell and I met the first day that we were doing Grim. I was like, "Hi, I'm Zach. Let's go talk about Grim for an hour." <laughs> um, Rucka K I can't pronounce it. I'm sorry. Uh, Ruckashi, something like that. Yep. Love it. I just found you guys, and I love it! Exclamation points. I, I, they didn't say that, but I don't know how else to yeah. read yes. the eight exclamation points that are in there. With uh, I'm just listening to everything, and I can't wait for season five. Neither could we. <laughs> Eep! But I want to know what you thought of season one and two. Because we didn't, we weren't doing the show back then, because yeah. we like I wasn't at AfterBuzz yet right. when those were airing. We had to come in mid-season three. Yeah. Um, 
Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll do some recaps at some point in the future. Maybe. Um, if that's something people would want at some point. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, Ing25 says, great podcast. Just this, just the discovered Grimm this summer. This podcast is perfect to walk me through the show. Love the hosts. They make me laugh. <laughs> Loving the host says, uh, bow tie, pants, dress, shirt, <laughs> other shirt, suit. Karate uniform, lipstick. What? Oh, are those emojis? Yeah, they're emojis. <laughs> got it. Um, it's the lipstick that got me. <laughs> love this show and AfterBuzz podcast. Hosts are awesome, and I keep looking forward every week to hearing them. Aww. Thank you guys so much. Be sure to, to hit us on iTunes with a review, and you'll get a shout-out. And if you are, are an international Grim fan, because mm-hmm. I've had this on some other panels, if you're an international Grim fan and you leave us a review on iTunes... Uh, tweet us a picture of it. Yeah. Um, it's hard to check all of them because it, you have to go through so many loops to like see an international iTunes. Oh. So take a picture and send it to us and we'd love to shout you guys out because I yeah. know there's a few of you out there. That'd and we have more shout outs. Uh, John on Twitter who just joined the Grim After Show. So thank you. Welcome, John. <laughs> um, and Grimaniac wishes you a happy birthday, Ooh. Zach. Thank you, guys. Um, but Grimaniac chose to watch The Walking Dead over being live with us today. <laughs> So how dare he? We see how it is. <laughs> that is watching awesome. you, Grimaniac. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, but <laughs> I almost didn't say happy birthday to you for that. <laughs> I was gonna be like, oh, well, you don't deserve it. But it's and thank you, to, thank you to everybody who <laughs> tweeted me today. I wish me a happy birthday. Yeah. Really, every every time my phone lit up with like a fan tweet, it, my my smile went really wide. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. We have to talk um, about the baby. We do have to talk about the baby. Yeah. All right, stay tuned to the end of the show. I'll make an announcement uh, about some uh, some giveaways. <gasps> giveaways. Um, yeah, you're gonna want to stay tuned. All right, but the baby. Yes. Um, I thought Adeline was faking it at first. I'm gonna be straight up with you. Guys. But the baby. Guy? I thought she was fit when she when she's in uh, like with Bud. And she's like, oh, my God, it's coming. I thought she was faking it to get away from Bud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that did cross that. my Because <laughs> he's, like, getting her pancakes, yeah. and it's like, oh, Bud. Where, when is his family coming back? That, Never. That thought crossed my mind as well. Well, keep in mind, it's, the same. it's been months for us. Right. It's been eight yeah. hours for sure. them. Yeah. I just, it, it occurred to me. When is his yeah. family coming back? It's on an extended vacation. Said, yeah, I think they were said that he said they're away for a little while, and it's been eight hours. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, but okay, so the she had the baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. she had the baby. Seems to be a healthy little boy. They have named Kelly. Very sweet moment. Totally yeah. called it. Totally called. They were going to name the baby Kelly. Yeah. I think had she known about Juliet dying, the option of Julian would have been a brought up mm-hmm. because really without Juliet they wouldn't have been able to make this baby but the idea of Kelly I was like oh no she doesn't know Juliet's dead baby's named Kelly she goes <laughs> I named him Kelly I was like yeah I, I know I figured that out <laughs> good job that's what she sounds like in my head oh nice yeah cool sorry Claire <laughs> <laughs> um I, so I, I guess I am I, I, I'm excited that the baby's here yeah, at the very least. I was trying to think of the timeline. I'm like, how quick was this baby born? Well, I mean, her first baby only took like six months. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, all right. We uh, have yeah, in the she chat. Was with Kenneth a long time. Oh, that's true. She was with Kenneth in a long time. Okay. About nine months? Six months. 
Fair enough. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, chaos. Uh, oh, I get it. It's spelled funny. Chaos thirteen two one two says that the babies are probably going to be like Wyatt and Chris from Charmed, um, which are the two boys in Charmed, and then so like Diana and Kelly, and then James pointed out that they're more of a Sam and Dean from Supernatural. I mean, I would love an. I've said this before. I would love an angel style baby goes into an alternate dimension, comes back a teenager, so that like we debate. It's not just babies. I think that's more likely though with um, Diana than with Kelly. Yeah, I think he because he's he's normal. He's well, pretty much. Diana. Well, it's a hexagram. Normal. Sober. I don't know. Sorry, Diana. Or Kelly. Kelly. Oh, you're right. Okay. You're right. It's a Zabergram. It's a Zabergram. Um, yeah, so everybody with the hashtag, hashtag Hexengrim, which everybody's been tweeting, dead. Dead hashtag. <laughs> Figure out how to spell Zauber. It, it's Z-A-U-B-E-R. <laughs> Grim. Zauber. is it? No, it is. I know how to spell that one. I don't know how to spell Zauber. <laughs> um, I know how to spell that one. Yeah. I'm proud of myself. Um... Not only can I pronounce it, I can spell it. Um, also, the people are pointing out that Kelly is traditionally a girl's name, but that Kelly is also it's a Kelly unisex can, name. Yeah, Kelly yeah. is a unisex name. Very um, much so. Yeah, yeah. So I would, yeah, I would love for them to age up. You're right. Diana is more is more likely to just naturally like within the show world. Yeah, take a jump without mm-hmm. like doing some crazy spell or alternate dimension because she's had so much magic done to her. Right. Yeah. Um, when she was in the womb, um, you're uh, so. But a Zaubergrim is its own thing. It it has no set rules applied to it yeah. at mm-hmm. this point. So it could turn out... I mean, making it age super quickly is would be a little much, but if you do something else to it to get it to age quickly, it's just right. it's something I think would be useful for the show. Yeah. Because you have right. a bunch of babies going on. It's only a matter of time before Monroe and Rosalie have a baby. Um, yeah. yeah. So... I, we're waiting to see. I, I so I hope they jump that forward instead of because as babies they're just props basically. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Though I mean, I I personally am looking forward to seeing Nick on this journey of like raising this kid, especially since he's had such a weird like childhood mm-hmm. and such odd upbringing. Him struggling through this, I I think will be a really interesting thing. Uh, I mean, kind of going to that moment where she and him are talking. And they're both talking about how the baby might be the worst of them both. That's like a legitimate parent thing to like to worry about. And I just I think that it hits a new aspect that the show hasn't touched on yet. Yeah. I also am excited to see because a lot of people once Adeline announced that she was pregnant and Juliet became a hex and beast and everybody hated her. Everyone was like, Oh, Nick and Adeline should get together. I'm excited to see that organically grow because I feel like they're forced together in a way that nobody that like in a real relationship that doesn't make any just because they had a kid together doesn't mean that they are a good couple no right. but it what does but they do have a back and forth they have a lot of pain in their past right. absolutely if they can get past that yeah and truly start over from zero they do have I think they would get along those two personalities mm-hmm. um, if they can ignore all the pain they've caused each other. It'll be tough, and it'll be very interesting to watch. That's yeah. what I'm very excited about because ha- just having a kid forced you to just spend all, a lot of your time with this person around this person. Right. There is no 
not seeing them. So if they do end up having any kind of emotional connection, they might end up together, they might not. I I don't know how I feel about it. It'll depend on what we see. But I like both characters right now. They're both positive in my mind. And I want to see that happen. Um, I just, I mean, aside from the pain and all the things they have in common, the idea that Nick is now raising a child with a woman who has slept or has been with his partner and his boss, right? Like, she came into this story with, through, um, through Hank. Right. And then she has slept with, um, Renard a few times. Mm-hmm. She's slept with, um, well, whatever. We don't have to count her yeah, sexual no, past. But like, We're running but low like on people, time. But sorry, like, yeah. but people in his life. <laughs> I was just getting real excited. Um, yeah. So, because she's gotten a lot. Anyway, um, yeah. I was just saying that, like, they have to build this relationship. Because right now, they're just two people that happen to have a baby together and have some similarities. Yeah. I kinda, That's how I feel. I personally hope that they never get together and that it's just, like, this friendship that they build with this child. Sure. Yeah. That's my preference. Okay. So, really quickly, because we got to wrap out. Yeah. Um, anything else that you, any other moments that you guys really liked in this episode? Just final thoughts. And then uh, we'll get like one prediction in each and then we'll have to get out of here. Yeah. Any um, big moments? Um, I, my best, my, my favorite moment was just the, the talk over the child. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, for me, I ha- I loved the, like at the beginning I talked about the frenetic pace that it really kicked off with. And then that moment where Nick thought he heard Juliet's voice mm. upstairs mm. and he ran up and it slowed down. They got that, that piano music just like playing him in. I, my heart broke mm-hmm. for Nick in that moment. Cause, and it was a beautiful performance by uh, David Giantinelli. Um, and I just I thought it was a very well directed moment. Everything about it was just very good, and you you feel for him in that moment. Like you see the craziness that he's gotten into. Like we saw like whirlwind kicks from Chavez in their like dual fight, like all this yeah. craziness in this episode. But that moment was the most human thing that this on this crazy show. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. Um, I we all know what I loved, so I'm just going to point out what um, people in the chat just because I want to touch on it real quick. Stephen Scott Bonick uh, was asking if Sean would be the king next, and uh, James pointed out that Victor is the heir, and that Sean is not a legitimate son. So that if we're if just so people are not confused about the royals, Victor's still alive, and he is still um, the heir. Yes, um, there are in some royalties mechanisms by which an illegitimate son claims the throne. Yeah. I doubt that this would. Right. Um, and I don't think we're going that way anyway. I just yeah. wanted to clear the air on yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. Um, all right. Let's do predictions and get out of here. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Uh, lots of stuff in that uh, this season on uh, oh, yeah. preview. Like, whoa. Mayhem <laughs> all over the city. The claw mark is yeah. really just going to be everywhere. I love that that's, we're gonna, this is going to be a huge arc throughout the season. Mm-hmm. They're, they're setting that up. The Uprising has begun. That may be what they're called. Maybe. The Uprising. Mm. Um, what do you guys think? Oh, I I have no idea. I'm just so excited. I have no <laughs> predictions. Tari. <laughs> um, I am going to make a just a wild prediction that uh, the resistance that we know, or at least this uh, secret government organization Thank you. Um, is actually going to be a part of the Vesson Council. They're going to be like a subdivision of that. Oh. oh. See, I think the Vesson Council will wind up being a third party to this. Um, I think they're, it'll be interesting to see how they deal with the uprising. I think they may side with 
uh, this the SGO group the SGO yes. secret government organization yeah. alright yeah the SGO um, until we get in they are officially the SGO yeah. no um, I think the, the Vesson Council may side with them send them maybe even send them aid but I don't think they are directly involved cool um, I think they're like outside of it they're just like but the uprising will be outing Vesson yeah so I mean maybe that's it that, oh there's my prediction the uprising is about putting Vessin out into the public eye, finally like shedding the secrecy that's been around for centuries and millennia. Melissa mm. Davis literally just wrote Vessin Uprising is Vessin coming out of the closet to take over the normal world. Nice. Yes, Melissa. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Great minds think alike. <laughs> um, and the last thing from this great mind, sorry, I'm not that egotistical. So then before you get um, to your great mind, <laughs> no, I'm just being quiet. But <laughs> I have some stuff that I brought back from Comic Con yeah. over the summer. To give away to you guys, <laughs> the yeah. most terrifying thing ever. Yeah, they gave these out, and Tari and I took like were were they people left a few of them behind when Tari and I were there, so we we gathered the ones we could. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a Monroe like ballroom mask, I guess is the best way I can describe it. And there's one creepy other one that I'm keeping secret that's hidden uh, away in there, uh. but. Uh, tune in next week. Be sure to tune in live for this one. We're going to give them away slowly, so there'll be different ways to win throughout the season. Awesome. But for next week, you're going to have to be here live to find out how to win. Awesome. Yes. Um, Before we go real quick, I told you guys that I had key info. The key info uh, is available on my interviews from Comic-Con. I don't remember exactly who told us about it, probably the producers, but in the interviews from Comic-Con, which are available online at yell.tv, I will also tweet them out, at Yell Teagle, that's Y A E L T Y G I E L. Alright, yeah, Tari Miller. Hey, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T A U R I J A Y and on assorted panels here on After Buzz TV. I'm, you guys can tweet at me throughout the week, throughout, uh, throughout the week at that Zach Wilson, T H A T Z A C H W I L S O N, and a whole bunch of shows here at After Buzz, including The Leftovers and Doctor Who later tonight with this Woo. exact same fantastic yeah. panel. I'm super excited to talk about it with you guys. Guys, I'm Zach Wilson. Thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.